Ok, para todos los que están conectados y que han venido a este excelente evento, bienvenidos. Este es un evento traído por Nova. Nova es una empresa que lleva más de 10 años en el mercado y recientemente está desarrollando alianzas estratégicas con instituciones, eh, universidades, centros de entrenamiento y colegios en toda Latinoamérica para utilizar infraestructura de hardware y software que se encuentra en Europa y poder ofrecer y entregar conocimientos y habilidades en animación digital, llámese modelado, texturizado y Unreal Engine. El evento es transmitido, este evento va a ser transmitido en inglés con una presentación en pantalla que tiene resúmenes en castellano. La mayoría de nuestros eventos, la participación es escasa, así es que esperamos que todos los que se están conectando y son parte de este evento puedan participar. Para este fin, deben utilizar la herramienta que tiene Zoom dispuesta en la parte inferior de su pantalla, haciendo clic en el botón que dice Raise Hand. De esa forma, un miembro del equipo les dará acceso para poder participar. Los temas son muy importantes, pero les sugiero especial atención al tema de soft skills o habilidades blandas. No es, una, no es suficiente ser un buen profesional. Y como muchos expertos en la industria han dicho, los soft skills son tan importantes como ser un pro, buen profesional. Así que daremos inicio a nuestra presentación. Estaremos seguros que será de gran ayuda para poder dibujar un futuro exitoso para ustedes y las personas que se encuentran cerca de ustedes. Welcome to this event and thank you for being here. It is a pleasure for us to have such an important guest and we are very pleased to share with you information on topics that might have an impact in the lives of professionals in Latin America. Today we are joined as part of NOVA team by Stephanie, who works as a 3D digital animation producer. Our guest, Colin Biddle, who is the vice president and of human resources at Thunderbird Entertainment and Atomic Cartoons. He's been over 20 years in animation production and creative experience. And finally, who speaks to you, my name is Victor. The topics we're gonna cover today are the story about Colin and all his journey all the way to Atomic Cartoons, the type of artists they're looking for, mentorship and job remote working offers in the industry. So thank you for being here. Stephanie, you can start. Bueno, muchas gracias a todos los que nos están acompañando en este webinar. Estamos muy entusiasmados para poder presentarle oportunidades nuevas y abrir sus mentes a retos y sueños que solo necesitan un pequeño empujón para hacerse realidad. Les recuerdo que están invitados a participar y preguntar cualquier cosa lo más relacionada al temario que vamos a ver hoy para poder apoyarles de la mejor manera durante y también después de este evento. Y también quiero recordarles a todos que la próxima semana, el 4 de junio a las 11 a.m. hora centroamericana y 7 p.m. hora España, vamos a tener un masterclass en Unreal Engine. No se lo pierdan para, porque va a estar de invitado especial Carlos Vilches, quien es un Senior Mocap Technical Director y Stagecraft en Industrial Light and Magic para que ustedes puedan irlo viendo a él. De hecho, voy a juntar aquí rapidito el link para que ustedes aquí en el chat, para que ustedes lo vean y puedan registrarse a este otro evento. Todos queremos aquí conocer a nuestro amigo Colin Biddle y las compañías para las cuales él trabaja. So, Colin, everyone is eager, is here, eager to hear from you. So, please, let's start by untangling who is Colin and how is this role as a technical, as a talent recruiter in the massive entertainment world? Well, thank you so much. And, and, you know, hey, first of all, I just want to say thanks for having me here today. Um, huge thank you to you, Stephanie and, and Victor, for organizing this, this great 
uh, event that hopefully, you know, connects us with uh, lots more talent. Um, so, geez, you know, myself, I started out just over 20 years ago now. Um, I was a graduate of a school up here in Vancouver called the Vancouver Film School. Um, you may have heard of it. There's a, uh, a lot of uh, animation grads that have come out of that over the years, um, and many of which I still work with today, uh, even from my graduating class back <laughs> in the mid-90s. Um, you know, I started out as a... Uh, uh, a runner, they called it, which is basically, you know, you, you kind of do anything and everything at a studio. Um, and from there, I moved into my first creative role, which was as an animator. And amazing kind of side story, and it just shows you how small the industry is. Our CEO at um, Thunderbird, uh, she was actually the production manager at the time that gave me my first opportunity to animate. So, you know, we've known each oh. other a very long time and it's, it's wow. amazing how, you know, your careers and stuff sort of intertwine. But um, after animating for a number of years uh, with a great studio that, that's still here in town called Mainframe, um, I moved on and uh, moved into production. So, um, you know, people talk about sort of uh, the creative side or the production side, and, and I've been lucky to be a part of both. And uh, on the production side, I was a, a coordinator and a production manager and line producer. Um, and uh, uh, most recently, I guess, sort of evolution-wise in my career, I have moved into to human resources. And, you know, I, I think when I made the jump from the creative side and animation to the production side um, as a coordinator, that was a fairly big jump. You know, a lot of people sort of asked me how I did that. Mm -hmm. and. Um, and there's no real e clear sort of easy answer to that, but moving from production to HR was a lot more, uh, fluid and, and, and easier. There's a lot more overlap, I think, in those roles. And can you talk to us a little bit about Atomic Cartoons? Who are they and what are, I mean, what are they doing right now? Absolutely. So holy smokes, you know, I, I, I started at Atomic almost seven years ago now. Um, and the studio has just grown, beyond belief. I mean, so many studios have in Vancouver, there's an unbelievable boom for, um, or demand right now for, uh, for content with all the different streaming services that are out there now. Um, and, and so, you know, I, I talking to, you know, uh, people that are either, uh, industry professionals or interested in getting into the industry in different tech roles, like, this is a, a treat because, you know, uh, it, it's, uh, I feel like I'm speaking to hopefully sort of an untapped talent pool right now. Um, but, you know, Atomic specifically, you know, we're an artist driven artist friendly studio. Um, uh, those are sort of our main value, like focus values. Uh, we've got roughly 1200 employees now. I mean, wow. seven years ago, I think wow. we were at 200 and we've grown so much. Um, <laughs> across three studios. When I joined, there was one, we now have three. So, uh, you know, I, I hate to say that one is sort of the main studio, but, but the Vancouver studio is the studio that has sort of the, the majority of employees, right. Um, currently, uh, we're sort of the largest space in, in that regard. Uh, and, and it was the, the founding space. Um, from there, we opened our second studio in Ottawa. So sort of the Eastern side of Canada, uh, and there's roughly about 200 employees there. And then most recently, a couple of years ago, we just opened up our LA division, um, 
and, and the majority of our development work and pre-production happens there. Um, so, and, and we can talk a little bit about that later in terms of pitch processes yes. and, and programs that we've got internally, but, um, we're pretty much a 50, 50 split between 2d and 3d animation. Uh, you know, I started out as a 3D animator and, and sort of the industry went one direction 3D. And then now it's, I feel like it pivoted back to 2D and now it's kind of balanced out, which is great. Um, you know, I, I think everyone sort of realized that one's not better than the other and they're, they're just different tools to, to create art. Um, we do a lot of service work, but we also do our own IP, uh, and we do that start to finish. So that that's, uh, right all the way from script to final audio and everything in between. So storyboards, design, uh, modeling, builds, animation, compositing, visual effects, you name it, we do it all. Um, and depending on the project, sometimes we do every single step. Sometimes we do some steps if we partner up with another uh, company. Um, but it feels like more and more, especially with the demand for animation, um, that, that we're doing stuff start to finish. And then, 200 employees is a lot. Uh, do you consider, oh, it's, do you consider it's, Atomic is like a mid, mid-sized company or big-sized company? What do you think? Oh, that's a really... I've never had someone ask me that. That's a really good question. <laughs> I, I, I think we like to pretend we're small, although it's hard to do that now with, with the number of people that we have. You know, culture-wise, I think we've managed to sort of hold on to what, what we've had um, in the past. It's changed a lot in, in terms of sort of, you know... Uh, I hate to say sort of like the family, you know, uh, uh, you know, company that, that we were, um, you know, we've definitely changed a lot since then, but we've, we've held on to a lot of what we were as well and, and remained a place that I think a, a lot of people want to either remain at or, or join. So we're, we're, yeah, we're grateful for that. Wow. I will put a video about everybody. I will put a small video, like a demo reel from Atomic. While I'm putting it, I would love to hear um, Colin, like what do you have pitch programs inside Atomic and how is life at this uh, company as well? Maybe, maybe everybody wants to hear that. Awesome. Yeah. I'm going to be distracted by the video too. <laughs> yeah. So um, <laughs> life at Atomic. So, you know, um, Atomic is... To me, you know, it's a very kind, uh, compassionate place, and and that's you know largely, uh, you know, if not entirely, because of the uh, the great leadership team that we've got there, and and led by Jennifer McCarran, our CEO. Right. Um, it's a super supportive, inclusive studio. Everyone is welcome at Atomic. Um, you know, flexibility was one of our big sort of uh, key things, and that we we wanted to. You know, everyone gets so sort of uh, focused on how difficult and challenging the industry can be in terms of hours, work-life balance, all those kind of things. And we've been uh, managed to sort of be a place where um, we can give people that work-life balance that, that they want. And, and we do, um, uh, you know, understand if someone needs to start late or leave early or, or whatever, you know, it's, it's right. always a, a give and take. Uh, Pre-pandemic, that was an easy thing to quantify. During the pandemic, it's been a little tougher. You know, we've still remained that flexible studio and, and done everything we possibly can. Um, but it's it's tough. And, you know, we've seen that, obviously, as new people have joined. And, um, you know, you, you, you don't necessarily see the person next to you logging out and going home at five o'clock. So right. you don't know that it's time to do that yourself. And so, you, you know, you're tempted to keep working. 
And also, when you when you were saying about, I mean, what are the most important products that Atomic One has as a company? You are more of a preschool, also young children from from seven to eight years above all the IPs and the programs that you are doing. Yeah. So, oh gosh, you know, we, we, you know, in, in terms of projects, we've got so many right now and, you know, you showed a, an image of um, Spidey and his amazing friends and yeah. we're working on, uh, and that, that one's a big hit for sure. That's, that's a popular one. And we, we've got my also little pony Hilda. right now. That's yeah. another one. Hilda, that's right. We, we worked on uh, Hilda as well. Pretty oh, famous. Gosh, yeah. that, was, that was a, that was an awesome one to be a part of. But, you know, I, like projects aside, the most important thing to us is the people, because I mean, right. without the people, we're nothing. And um, exactly. it's, it's, it, yeah, it, it's, uh, uh, and especially right now in a world where there's, you know, people say there's sort of a war for talent and, and uh, oh, yeah. It, it, yeah. there really is. And, and, and it's not just um, in the animation industry. It's, it's, you know, it's a global problem that, that everyone's dealing with. Um, uh, I, think, I think that's, that's something. Excuse me, Colin. I think that's something yeah, that maybe know, people yeah. would like to would like to to hear, to hear. a little more uh, extensive in detail. Because when you say work for talent and being so much talent in so North America, it's kind of you know right right in. That's right. what we look uh, waiting to hear, right? Awesome. Yeah. Well, you know. So I mean. 10 years ago, which isn't that long, long ago, you know, if, if someone had come to me and said, Hey, you know, I'm, I'm not a, I, I don't live in Canada. I'm not a Canadian citizen. I'm not a permanent resident. Uh, right. Would you consider me for the job? I, I think my, you know, my, my initial reaction would be, Oh, that's going to be really hard, you know? And I, I right. think most, most studios would have done the same thing, but I, and again, and I don't think the animation industry is alone in this. I, I think, everyone is looking internationally now and exactly. uh, pulling talent from all over the world. And, you know, exactly. there's, there's no positives to the pandemic, yeah. um, <laughs> you know, but, but this is a, a great positive in that, you know, we're talking and, and uh, you know, would I have thought that we'd be reaching out and, and connecting, you know, with yourselves uh, about future opportunities and stuff, Sure, uh, you know, maybe not back in the past and, and, um, uh, so this this is a really great thing. I feel like the world in some ways has gotten a lot smaller and for the better. For the better, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Now, well, great. So we can now begin to start on what the people are asking of these jobs, opportunities. Awesome. Are there opportunities is, at Atomic uh, is for there, remote no. work? Someone, Julia Camara is asking, are oh, yeah. there opportunities at Atomic for remote working? Oh, I'm so yeah. sorry, I'm not seeing the questions. Yes, there absolutely is. There absolutely is. And, and, you know, I mean, right now, um, as you know, I mean, 2000 flash sort of flashback to 2020, February, March was when I think almost every studio sent everyone home and pivoted. And, um, you know, everybody, I think successfully did that to, to some extent, some a little more successful than others, but everybody managed to make that work. And since then, I mean, you know, like right now I'm, I'm sitting in a fairly remote part of uh, British Columbia, up uh, uh, a boat ride away from fair, uh, from Vancouver. Um, and a, a lot of our company is in, in, in the same, all, all 1200 of us, you know, if, if I uh, spend a day in the studio um, right now, it's a big mix. There's some people that um, uh, are working full-time in the studio. There's some people working full-time at home. There's some people doing, you know, we call it the hybrid, a little bit of both. 
which is great. And, you know, in our sort of message about flexibility, we want to be able to offer that to everyone. And so right. remote work absolutely is, is an option. Yeah. Okay. They are asking if you're looking more for a 2D or 3D type talent at the now. Yeah. Great question. So um, both, I don't think there's one more than the other, you know, yeah. at, like <laughs> at this exact moment in time, um, there's a little bit less 2D work than, than 3D work, but you know, if you ask me again in a couple of weeks, I'd, I'd probably say it's the opposite. You know, you, you never, it just wow. keeps sort of fluctuating back and forth. Um, oh, yeah. Some rules are a little more difficult. Like if you're a 2D animator um, without any 3D animation experience, there can be a bit of a learning curve there. It's not right. impossible, but, but you know, it, it's probably good to have some uh, training in both media. Um, but design opportunities are things that work in both 2D and 3D. So, mm -hmm. Yeah, so I, I, yeah, exactly. I'd hate to say one's more than the other right now. Great question. <laughs> yeah, there's another question, but I think oh. I think it would be nice if we just go on, Stephanie, because I think it's going to yes, be answered later on. Oh, yeah, 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 I can see it. We're yeah. looking at questions now. <laughs> <laughs> Digital animation is pretty huge. As, as, and immersion technology is pretty huge, talking about skills. So taking into account your experience, um, what do you consider to be the most in-demand skills for junior, mid-level, and senior segments? And do you have any preference right now or any needs within those three levels? Yeah, so really good question. So, you know, <laughs> at, the, at the junior level, um, you know, it, it's it's an interesting industry, and and I, I and without knowing sort of all the audience that I'm speaking to right now. Um, you know, I'll, 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 I'll hopefully I apologize if this seems sort of like too basic of an answer, but you know, your, your real and your portfolio are everything like we're, we're, it's a, it's a great factor about the animation industry and in that, you know, your grade point average or, or whatever you got, none of those things are factors. It's entirely about the art that you produce. Um, you know, whether that's, uh, in your portfolio or your demo reel. And so, you know, for a junior artist, you know, typically when we interview you or call you to, to, to speak with you, we've already made a decision based off your portfolio or demo reel that, that you can do the job because you've probably shown us something beautiful there that um, we're really excited about. Um, but it's, it's your passion and your enthusiasm at, at that sort of point that that's really going to, um, you know, uh, definitively, you know, land you the job, I think. And, um, and just, you know, sort of meeting with each other to figure out if we can all work together. But once you get into sort of the middle and senior level, it's a little bit more about giving back. You know, it's about, it's about being a mentor. It's about helping the people uh, that are starting up beneath you and, um, right. and getting them to the level that you're at. And so, you know, we're always kind of looking for people that, um, you know, you wouldn't want someone selfish to come in. It's just sort of all about them and focus on, you know, bettering themselves and ignoring everyone around them. You really want a team player, someone that's going to participate and um, help lift people up around them. Our, our industry, specifically in TV animation, uh -huh. not film, but, but TV, things move really quickly. Um, it's a faster pace. You know, you can move very quickly. You can go from a junior role to a mid-level role to a senior lead director, even wow. um, within a few years wow. in in TV animation. Yeah, yeah. Tons and what is the most difficult position to to fill mm. in 
<laughs> you know, this, this, yeah, this is another one of those questions where, I'll, you know, if I told you right now what the most difficult position is in a week, it would be something else. So, you know, oh. at this exact moment in time, um, I would say probably 3D animators are really difficult to find as there's so much oh. 3D work happening. But that, but that fluctuates, you know, we've seen it happen right. for storyboard, uh, storyboard artists for pipeline, um, like technical uh, roles, engineering roles. Um, gosh, you, you name it, uh, compositing <laughs> all, all of them. And it's, it's, yeah. it's because the industry has so many studios doing so many projects at the same right. time. Um, it's, it's often a situation where we're, we kind of have to know what other studios are doing to time things. You know, otherwise suddenly the whole talent pool will get taken by one entity and then you're waiting for them to, you know, finish something so you can get a storyboard artist, for example. So exactly. Yeah. But 3D animation, that's a tough one to fill at this exact moment. Oh, that's so cool. And for example, what is the best, what are the best qualities in artwork you always like to find in each artist in their, in their demo reels, in their CVs to Put them in the position of the company. Yeah, totally. So, you know, I think that it, it depends role to role. Right. Um, you know, I think that um, a general open-mindedness on an individual, um, you know, honesty, tenacity, our CEO always talks about tenacity, sort of the the drive to take something from from start to finish and and, yeah. and own it and, you know, being a team player. All, all, all typical things that probably everybody wants in, in, in every uh, company, but um, you know, specifically because it's such a, a collaborative industry, it's so important. But you know, when you look at individual specific roles like animation, you know, I, I think when we look at a demo reel, for example, like um, a little bit of everything is, is, a, is a good thing. Mm -hmm. Typically an artist will try and tell a story uh, mm -hmm. and, and, sometimes they're not necessarily storytellers. So, you know, you really need to think about what it is that, you know, what specific role you're going for. So like, if you're mm -hmm. going for an animation role, it's good to have a piece of acting. It's good to have a piece of action. Yeah. Um, you know, a couple of sort of, uh, you know, varied um, pieces that really show motion rather than, you know, you telling a, a whole story because that, that you don't necessarily need to do that. If you were store, if you wanted to apply for a storyboard role, then that would be more important that you tell, you know, a story with, with the art that you show. Yeah. Um, on the design side, you know, if you're looking for a design position, you're probably looking more to do, or you would probably want to uh, present more of a range as well. Mm -hmm. So maybe some props, some character work, some environments, something that shows um, all the different angles of that design and how that would apply um, and how that would work, whether it's going into a 3D production or a 2D production. Also, yeah. there's a difference between 2D and 3D production. There, there is, you know, in, in 3D, you can actually end up needing to show a lot more detail on a, mm -hmm. on a design because it needs to be seen from so many angles. And yeah. you know, I, great examples of that um, in, in, uh, uh, the animation sort of book world would be to grab any of those art books from Disney. Um, right. You know, I, 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 I'm a big fan of um, Star Wars. And so yeah. you know, Clone, <laughs> Clone Wars did an amazing art book. But it's, it's a perfect example of all of the level of detail. Would you give to people who aren't from North America on how to break into the industry and working on those international studios, especially in showing in show pitching and script writing. 
Oh, awesome. Jeez. Clarissa, great questions. <laughs> so I, I, you know, first of all, um, the ultimate recruiting tool, every animation studio uses it is LinkedIn. And so, um, oh, if yeah. you're not on yeah. LinkedIn, yeah, you, you want to get on LinkedIn. You want to so, get on LinkedIn. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> set up a profile and connect with every recruiter you can find. You're going to want to accept uh, your invitation because you know, you're an artist looking for, for work and they need to find artists. Um, I think specifically though, if you're looking to get an opportunity abroad, then you're going to want to look into sort of what the rules and regulations are, wherever you're specifically trying to go, um, regarding immigration. And there are so many specialists that can, can assist with that now. I mean, I, I, that's a whole, you know, huge business and I'm, I'm happy to share some links to some great immigration specialists after this, if that's helpful for anyone. Yes, that will be so helpful. And for example, uh, Jorge Camacho says, we all have an idea of a portfolio, but what do you have as a suggestion that one cannot miss in a portfolio? Well, I think you already answered that question or no? It's a little, a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. Jorge, it's great. I love these questions are awesome. <laughs> uh, Jorge, so... Um, you know, I, I think that that variety is the most important thing. You know, typically, if it's your first opportunity in design and you're putting a portfolio forward, um, you're probably going to end up doing prop work. And some people, you know, I, I think there's sort of a belief that that's a more junior level of work, and it's not. It, it's very complicated. It, it, you know, depending <laughs> on what you're doing, you could be making a rock for a show, or you could be making like the main character's weapon or something that's really complicated and it changes. And you know, so, so you need to see it from different angles. So I, I think what's, what's a, an important thing is whatever you design is that you take it from start to finish and you show all the, everything about that, um, about that design, even the thought process that went into, to putting that together, you know, like one of the most, um, interesting things I always find when you look at design portfolios is sort of all the iterations that someone went through before they landed on their final, final design. And then from there, you know, one school, a local school actually did a, an interesting thing where they would have designers come up with um, kind of a show idea where they'd make a character and an environment and a prop. And then they would say, okay, now you've done that. Now imagine that whole world um, in a completely different style. So same story, but, you know, now you did this thing that looks like fantasy now make it like steampunk and do it that way. And, and do so it's the same thing, but that, that totally different. So you can see how someone can do varied work because, uh, Jorge, the, the, the thing is you never know what you're going to end up on. And you're not necessarily when you're applying, applying for a specific project, you know, uh -huh. studios are looking at your work and going, this is someone that can do a bit of everything, which is great. That then, right. then the, you know, we're not necessarily just hiring them to work on Spider-Man because you could end <laughs> up on My Little Pony or Lego or any one of the shows. But I, but I, get, I think there's something important to say to all the audience. We have already 93 people, ah. 93 participants. And, awesome. and I'm guessing Studio there's people from all over the Latin America. Uh, uh, related to that question, uh, yeah. it seems like... It, I mean, in HR, you're looking for something specific because production is asking you to fill some gaps. Uh, but at the same time, you're looking at different portfolios and see what's different and what might be helpful in the future and what stands out, you know, that uh, might be worth just keeping inside or keeping close eye on. Uh, but at the same time, um, 
I think it would be nice if we can uh, ask everybody in this audience that uh, get in touch with Stephanie and then we can just look at the portfolios, make a few questions and then filter a little bit and then send uh, send Colin uh, the information. Colin Victor, is, Victor, I'm so uh, Victor, I'm so sorry. I'm cutting you off now. I, I do. I'm I'm madly scrolling through all the questions right now, and I, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I I missed that, and uh, it was Rodrigo's question, right? Right. Yes. Yeah. yeah Rodrigo, I, I'm so sorry. So, you know, honestly, just a quick answer to this one. So, like, right. you know, keeping putting it online is is the best way to do that. Um, and you know, if you, the clearer and, and sort of cleaner your website is the, the, the better, because at the end of the day, uh, your work is going to end up in a recruiter's hands who are going to want to basically copy and send that link on to a number of different creative leads that are going to take a look at your work. So, um, just the cleaner and clearer it is, um, uh, and easier it is to do that, the better. And, and so, you know, if you want to show illustration design, you know, uh, biz dev animation, whatever it is, it, just clarity is the 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 key the factor. Key, the yeah. Key factor. Sure. Okay. Now we can we can continue with awesome um, the presentation. So now we are going with the ofertas laborales. So, Colin, diversity is a key element now in many companies around the world. So please let's talk about this new tendency that is going around. Yeah, I mean, I, I think that, you know, without diversity, everything ends up looking the same and feeling the same. And, um, you know, gosh, I'm, I'm lucky to, to be at Atomic where, um, uh, you know, not only are we big believers in having a diverse workforce, you know, we even put training towards um, uh, DEI or, or diversity inclusion initiatives. And, and so every employee goes through that as they join. Um, but I mean, our, our, our employees come from all over the world and I, you know, I think that that equals, um, great art. Exactly. Yeah. And okay. Now I want to ask, uh, well, uh, also I would put it on the, on the screen, the type of jobs that you're looking for. Um, so I will just share my screen like very quick for this, uh, things that Atomic awesome. Cartoons is now looking for. And also we can answer a few questions. I also have a few questions as well. Amazing. <laughs> okay, so let me share my screen again in here. Uh, stop share, and then I will share my screen. So for the people that is asking what type of jobs are they looking for Atomic, so we can, I will put this link on the chat so you can look up all the jobs opportunities that are now. So if I scroll down, you can see all the departments that Atomic has. And for example, if you want CG, uh, text stream, CG assets, HR, facilities, FX, uh, lightning and compositing. You can just click here and just uh, go throughout all the job positions. If, for example, if I want to be a 2D Harmony, if I am a 2D Harmony compositor, then, I, then this opportunity is already here. You just have to read it out, what they're looking for, what do you need, and also the all what you need to fill everything for the submit application. So for everybody, everybody, just I will put the link here in the chat so you can uh, look it up and take your time as well. Um, so you can analyze each job position. So I will just step my screen and I will share the other one. Stephanie, I'm going to offer you a job in the recruiting team after. That was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for that. <laughs> okay. 
Okay. Pretty well organized. Yeah. 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 That was great. Yeah. That was great. Yeah. So there it is. You have the link. Oh, there you go. Awesome. Okay. So are there mentorship programs calling? There is. So, you know, internally, um, it's a little more formalized in that, you know, as new people start, or if someone's looking to move from one department to another, uh, typically we'll, we'll partner them up with someone a little more senior, or, you know, if you're moving department to department, we'll actually have a, probably a director or an art director or someone, um, you know, meet with you to tell you about what the day-to-day is like in that role or, or what that's all about. And, um, uh, and then from there, you know, depending on how sort of keen you are to do that, um, they would follow you, follow through with you and, and check in on you, how you're um, sort of progressing as, as you're um, trying new things within the building or taking on sort of more responsibility or leadership tasks. Mm-hmm. Um, externally, though, if this is something that, you know, if you're putting a portfolio together and, or a or demo reel or whatever it is you're doing and you're looking for feedback, message us, you know, uh, add me on LinkedIn and, and um, yeah. Uh, you know, you won't get a robot response. I, I promise we, we, there's not <laughs> enough of us to do that. And, um, uh, we absolutely try and get, get, get to everyone and, and, um, uh, connect them, uh, with a professional that's at the studio. So, um, so you can get some real sort of industry knowledge. Okay. And so you what, what oh. you're saying is right now, maybe we have one opportunity, at least one opportunity for the 96 people that are, that just. The participants Amazing. here one Amazing. one mentorship yeah amazing <laughs> yeah sure yeah our our you know i'm i again i i'm i'm calling people out of the studio and they they don't even know it but they're just awesome so they're, they're I, i'm so lucky to work with a um woman uh who's our studio creative director her name's nadine westerbarkey and oh my gosh she makes time for every single person whether they're an employee at the studio That's or so not um, awesome. and Absolutely. yeah and if there's someone that wants to reach out and get some feedback or or find out about sort of what daily life's like at the studio um or in the industry in general she'll always make time and and Great. myself i will too uh and countless others oh Great. that's so cool and do you have latin american artists working at atomic right now we do, you know, we're, it's, it's, uh, People, it, they do, they do. They we do, that. we do. We, yes, we do. <laughs> it's, uh, it, it's, it's, um, and I, gosh, I should have invited some of them to, to this talk today. Um, yeah, that's, that's sure. actually, you know, if, so, if you wanted to be connected with specifically with a Latin American artist, I'd be happy to do that as well. Um, sure, sure. we can do well, that. We, we have, um, a number of people that have come from uh, Brazil and uh, Colombia oh. and uh, other countries. Um, you know, the one challenge here is for whatever reason, Canada does not have um, some sort of formal agreement with a lot of countries. You know, Brazil is a, a, a great example of that. So it can make it more difficult if you're looking to immigrate. However, it's not impossible. And, and, uh, you know, um, please don't, don't think of that as a barrier. Um, you know, there, there's, uh, all kinds of routes to, to make things happen as I know so many people have done successfully. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I would like, I would like to, to ask you, Colin, and uh, this is something that uh, it just steps a little bit away from being an artist and fulfilling your dreams and being a professional, all that, all that. But, uh, I think many people would like to understand what would be the, the income scale uh, for someone that goes abroad, maybe not just Canada, but the industry oh, as a yeah, whole. Okay. And is it true 
Is it true that someone as uh, just a startup position uh, can can get as far as within $15 and $20 an hour, a mid-level segment within $30 to $40, and senior might be just crazy numbers, but maybe $60 within $60 to $80 an hour would be something real in some cases? Yeah, so that's absolutely real. Um, you know, wow. and, 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 uh, you know, hopefully better in a, a lot of cases, yeah. I, I, our industry is one that, you know, it is so unbelievably competitive and, um, now more than ever. And so, you know, it's, it's, th those are great sort of starting points to, for discussion, but, uh, I mean, gosh, you know, I, I feel like, you know, people are willing to, and our studio is no exception, are willing to pay whatever it takes to to get the the top talent and and the best yeah. talent. So, uh, and the best people in general. So, um, yeah, the soft wow. skills are very important. <laughs> yes, yeah, people, that's that's a lot of money. That's a lot of money. Yeah, and, and of course, uh, uh, when I when I just heard the the words war of of talent, uh, this is it. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> there's there's a lot of a lot of people that might have good opportunities if we just find the right niche and we have we find the right networking and nobody is trying to do this. It's trying to do this in Latin America. So we're trying this, to you know feed the these artists, people. Victor, the artists have all the power right now, which is such a great thing, right? You know, I right. mean, when I first entered into the industry, that was not the case. And there were sort of limited opportunities, specifically in, in Vancouver at the time. But that's not the case at all anymore. Now there's countless studios with, you know, endless amounts of content, it, it seems that they need to produce, um, and which equals an environment where artists have all the power and all the opportunities. So um, this is such an amazing time to, to be an artist and graduate. Oh, that's great. great. Or, a, or a professional looking for your sure. next opportunity. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. I was I was yeah. I was just uh, making a comment when I was caught enough because of the internet speed. Something yeah. happened with my <laughs> my laptop. But what I was trying to say is that maybe we can give you a hand, uh, Colin, asking for the portfolios of the 94 people, uh, the 94 participants. Just take Amazing. a look at them and try to, you know, filter something, uh, make a few questions and all that, and just give you a hand with that and put uh, some nice stuff on your hands. And, and I think that'll be great for, for everybody, I guess. Thank you yeah. so much. That's amazing. Oh, can we just answer a few questions sure. from the people that they yeah. are? Yeah. Um, for example, Luis Batala. I wonder if the studios are want are wanting more freelancers or more fix on the studio workers. Don't know the term. Yeah. So like, like full-time employees versus um, like contract or freelance. So honestly, both like I, I there's tons of full-time opportunities, but um, there's great freelance opportunities too. You know, if you were um, uh, not wanting to relocate to, you know, <laughs> Vancouver or Ottawa or, or Los Angeles, um, there's lots of opportunity to do freelance work and, and every show, you know, typically when we start a show and it goes through, through the development process, um, you know, we usually hire specific stylized artists to do, um, that early work. And, you know, that that's typically stuff where we will chase after freelance, um, artists to, to work specifically with them at the start of a, a production. Um, but gosh, yeah, there's lots of opportunity either way. I, I don't think there's more demand of, over one over the other. I, I think the only demand is like whatever you're choosing to do. We just want to try and retain you and keep, keep you at the studio. So yeah, <laughs> steady work. Yeah. 
Stefan, I think, I think, uh, yeah, just go on through the, the questions. Um, I think yeah. um, there's very good questions, but just, just one comment with another comment. Maybe Stephanie, we need to do something on the portfolio, try to bring someone that can speak just about portfolio, oh, because yeah. that's a question that we get all the time and, um, and that'll help a lot of people, you know? Um, so please go ahead. So. Oh, okay. Um, for example, about portfolios, questions about portfolios? No, no, no. I mean, another event related to portfolios, uh, but Gosh. just go on with the questions. So. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. Um, okay, so for example, Carla Hernandez, you often hear that you should specialize on one thing and show that on your portfolio, like don't have props, characters, environment mix up for attaining a junior position. Do you agree with that? I think that it really depends on what you're trying to to do with the you know with the role. So so a, a recruiter's worst nightmare is when you say, "Oh, I'm a generalist," and and then they go, "Oh no," because like, where what do I do? Right? Like, you know, often you got to keep in mind that um, uh, not to you know knock on or be disrespectful to recruiters, but you know, often they're not creative people themselves or have come from creative backgrounds, and so they're literally looking at a, a, a resume or your portfolio or whatever. And they're going, this is a compositor. I don't need a compositor right now. So I'm not going to, um, you know, look at this any further when actually you were an amazing designer and we could have hired you for design. So, you know, the, the challenge there is like, I, I think you just want to be really specific in what you're applying for. Like if you see something on a website, um, you know, like ours or any studios that that's specific, then, you know, you specifically go after that role. Um, in TV animation, it's good to have a variety. Like I was saying, like, it, it really is, you know, if you can show a bit of everything specifically in design, that that's a, that's a real positive. Um, if uh, you were looking probably more into like film work where it's really sort of um, specific and, and specialized, maybe it would make more sense that, you know, you're, catering your um, portfolio towards a certain aspect of, of film design. Um, but, but in the world of TV animation, I, I, I think that the, the more you can show, the better. Exactly. Yeah. And we have now a Brazilian girl, Carla de Matos. I, she says, I will graduate from Vancouver Film University in August. And I was wondering if Atomic helps with getting a port permit. I'm an international student from Brazil. <laughs> Amazing. Oh, this is awesome. Uh, you know, yes, we absolutely can. Again, it really just comes down to your portfolio or demo. So, you know, if we make the decision that we love what you're doing and we love the art you've created, um, really doesn't matter what level you're at. Uh, and we, we can connect you with, um, our immigration specialist to, to help with that process. And we, we've done that for a lot of different people. What oh, about yeah. English we, language, uh, Colleen, oh, yeah. uh, what level of English language? They, uh, oh gosh. They High Jeez, limit I, level something. Yeah, I mean, you know, I, I obviously uh, that that's that's a helpful thing um, in in sort of setting you up for success. Um, but it certainly doesn't have to be your you know your first spoken language. And um, you know, again, it, it's a it's a great you know thing that we're a part of an industry that's all about the art so as so i can show you, can, you my art and just ask you you <laughs> you, yeah you're in yeah you're in yeah victor you're hired. <laughs> great yes great. yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah that's Actually, less it's have, less of a concern we have also a character designer that is making our character designs her name is natalia santos i don't know if she's here 
But yeah, she's a, she's from Brazil as well, and she's really nice as, awesome. and doing all the characters. Okay, so we have another question from Jorge Camacho. We all have an idea for for oh, we already had that. Yeah. Okay, there's another one. Um, oh, but it's in Spanish. Uh, Make the translation. Mauricio Reyes. So. You're only asking for a digital artist. I am I'm an engineering system, uh, systems engineer. Oh, awesome. And I would like to be part of making this multimedia creations in Anatomic. Uh, amazing. So yeah, absolutely apply. One of the most difficult roles to fill, speaking about difficult roles, is, is in engineering and, and pipeline. And I think that you know, typically, um, like software engineers sort of, they, you know, if they're thinking creative, they go, uh, or more creative, they, they think video games and, and go that realm. Uh, and there's obviously lots of opportunity there in video games, but, but then what ends up happening is, you know, you forget about animation as well. And there's a huge demand for, um, uh, technical like pipeline engineers that, uh, um, can support and create, um, uh, systems and process within animation I mean, that's, studios. That's so good. there's a lot of opportunity there. Yeah. Please message me. <laughs> great. Great. Man, you got, you have it. Yeah. Great. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, we have also Juan Carlos Diaz. He says, how much do artists stay still working with you after a project ends? I heard from somebody that animators, for instance, tend to be jumping from project to project most of the time from different companies. So if that is the case, which are the roles that stay in, in the, that stay the most with you? Well, that's, that's a, it's a, it's such a, a great question. question. Yeah. yeah. It's a great question though. And, <laughs> and, you know, again, thinking back to the past, there probably was a lot more, um, uh, movement as, as people, and we are, you know, we're, a, a, a an industry where it's all project-based. And so artists do definitely move around, but again, in, in the current climate and where it's been for, again, you know, at least the past 10 years, um, artists have all the control there. And so, and, and power. And, and, and so, you know, typically shows, um, last anywhere from a year to two years. So, you know, you'd be, um, having some sort of, uh, uh, you know, comfort knowing that you've got a fairly lengthy contract. Um, but also typically, you know, right now our studio and, and a lot of studios have talent managers, which are gen genuinely like people that are inside the studio. They, they work with the HR department and they help to connect you from one show to another. So as you're wrapping up on one show, um, someone's already contacting you and saying, you know, Hey, uh, you know, your contract ends in a month. We we've got this other thing going and, and we'd be interested in doing this and, and hopefully having them roll from one thing to another. It's, it's actually kind of seen as a negative now when someone does move and go to a, another studio. Cause you're like, Oh no, that's another person I'm going to have to find to try and fill the, the role. Cause there's just, there's just so much demand. It's, it's an amazing time. Okay. Oh yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, we you have, have, you have Gabriela there, Stephanie. I think Gabriela uh, Milanelli uh, uh -huh. could contact you at contact at novacompany.com so that you can take a look at that uh, portfolio, which awesome. Oh yeah, Gabriela Milanelli. I think it would be nice. Amazing. Yeah. Oh, we have Luis Guillen and he says, talking about portfolios, I'm an architect. He's from the architecture. Oh, cool. And most of my works are architecture related. Would you recommend to adventure doing more things for a better portfolio? 
Yeah, geez, you know, coming from architect, like the world of architecture, if you're looking to, because I think there's so much overlap. And if you're looking to make a mm-hmm. move into animation, right? Um, you know, uh, there's so much environment design that, that happens. Design, and, right. Exactly, yeah. environment yes. design. The then, angles, just stop, Absolutely. Man. Yeah, exactly. all the perspectives, it's so, so important. So if you put together sort of a, a package of, of your work showing off, um, uh, any of the environment work that you've done. I, I think that's, that's a great start. And then the next thing would be probably, I, you know, I don't know how much color and thing gets applied, gets applied in, um, in architecture or like architect, architectural design, but that would probably be the next thing that you'd want to focus on. Yeah. Too. Well, he can, he can take some classes at Nova texturing and he'll be ready. He'll be ready. <laughs> there you go. That's the Unreal solution. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Uh, we have also, he doesn't have a name, anonymous attendee. Anonymous so attendee. Says, yeah. Are you? Are I mean, he has a name, Stephanie, but he doesn't want to share. <laughs> well, yeah. It's not anonymous attendee. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And he says, are students normally willing to train juniors? For example, if they have a great 2D animators, but they need 3D animators for a while, are they willing to train people? Great question, anonymous attendee. <laughs> yes. So the, the, I don't know if all studios do this, but you know, we have, and, and uh, it's actually been one of the many reasons I've, I've, I've just been a big believer in atomic. Um, you know, typically you, you know, again, like past eras of animation, no, you wouldn't do that. And, and um, people would move on and you'd find new people to, to fill those roles. But if you're not doing that now, you're, you're so foolish. Cause uh you're losing out on amazing talent that just needs to learn a new tool or, or piece of software. Um, and, uh, actually like super topical, we, we actually have a instructor that's coming in to, to do a bunch of training right now for 2d animators that are moving into 3d and, and that's going to be happening this summer. But we did that once before too. We had, um, uh, as, uh, you know, with our animation packages, there's Adobe animate, and then there's, you know, tune boom harmony, which is a, a very popular package too. And, we needed to train a lot of people. And so we brought in a, a trainer to do that and, and gave people that education too over a couple of weeks and paid them for that too. So it was paid education to uh, bring them on to their next project. Oh, they're paid, Luke people, they're paid. So <laughs> <laughs> uh, we have also Nicolas Herrera and he's saying, uh, he's saying he's, uh, if he wants to be part, he wants to be part of the atomic, but he awesome. in the music side. Oh, okay. Interesting. So music is a little more difficult in that, you know, that, that typically is a, a freelance, um, role. Um, yeah. usually if it's, if it's something that we're, if it's a service project, typically the client has already chosen who they're using for music. So it's not necessarily a choice that atomic would make on their own. We do make that decision though, when it comes to our own IP. Um, so, so it's not impossible. Like if you've got a, um, uh, a reel that you want to share with us, absolutely send it to us. We, we'd love to hear your work. Oh, great. Okay. I don't know if you have one more question and then we can continue because awesome. there's a lot of questions. Um, let me see. Uh, okay. Luis, I uh, know. Uh, let me see. Another one. Um, Jorge Camacho has something interesting. He's saying, how can I upload a cartoon of Colin? Oh. Can I? 
Hopefully well, it means a cartoon to me and not you, of me. So, yeah. yeah. I, I would make a very boring show. Well, I think sure. it would be nice if you can send it, Jorge. You can please send it. Contact at novacompany.com. Please send it. Awesome. And awesome. We want to we wanna see it. So please send it. <laughs> can you imagine Colin being a cartoon? No, I cannot. Yeah. <laughs> I like to be behind the behind the scenes, behind not the scenes, on the screen. Yeah. 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 <laughs> okay okay great okay uh yeah you can continue with the presentation awesome. okay great um so we have um we have something we have we are coming just at the end of the event uh colin and we are very very happy with everything you just shared i'm guessing that at, uh, at the end of this uh there'll be people saying what's the next step i want to go for it there's people that might be saying, well, I'm going to think about it. And there's people that might be just afraid to live their current life, you know, because they yeah. think this is just unattainable. So, um, Colin, based on your experience and being very, very, very frank, how difficult is it to land an opportunity in countries, in a country and a company like yours? Well, I, I don't want to be naive, but, you know, I, I, I don't think it's that hard. It really is based on entirely on your work, you know, and, and uh, again, I'm lucky to be in an industry where that's what it's all about. It's, it's about the artwork and that, and that sort of speaks for itself. Um, you know, immigration, we talked a little bit about that. That can be a barrier, but, you know, our, our studio and most studios want to help with that these days. For myself, if I can offer sort of one piece of advice to everyone, and this sounds cliche, but it's true, it's persistence. You know, if you, for some reason, hear from us and we don't have an opportunity for you and or your demo reel or your portfolio is not quite there yet and and uh, we don't have that, that you know, uh, we don't have sort of the spot to bring you in in a junior role to get you started, don't be discouraged. Try again. I literally, you know, personal story, I applied uh, at, at one studio probably five times and got five different rejection letters as I was starting my career. And it was on the fifth one that their HR manager phoned me and said, you know, Hey, you've applied so many times now. <laughs> They're like, we just want to meet you. Cause obviously you really want to work here, even <laughs> though your demo reel is not quite good enough to get in. And so, um, you know, and, and that led to my, my, my first sort of foot in the door. So, you know, it, just don't give up. It, 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 uh, um, everyone I know that, that persisted and kept trying is now in the industry and, um, uh, has a great career as a result. That's so great. beautiful. Excellent. Yeah. So, um, um, uh, before, before Stephanie can just give us yes. her final words, I think everybody that, um, um, we're doing this for you. We're doing this for Latin America. We're doing this because there's a lot of talent. We're doing this because in countries like Collins, um, a little bit of context from Latin America would be very nice. Um, there's a lot that we can give. So uh, please, please take note of contact at novocompany.com. We would like to see your portfolio. We would like to you know, build this, uh, this relationship with you, with Colin and with companies like that, like Atomic Cartoons. Uh, just to to give opportunities to people. I think uh, the future is ours and tomorrow is today. We need to start today. We can't wait. Uh, tomorrow is today. Quiero agradecer a, a todos ustedes 
que por formar parte de este evento y esperamos que les hayan servido muchísimo de compartir con Colin y con Nova de temas relevantes que muchos estudiantes y profesionales de América Latina deben tener presentes. So Colin, we would like to hear a final words to our audience, please. Oh gosh. Hey, huge thank you, Stephanie and Victor for organizing this again. This was, this was awesome. And I, I hope to do another one of these with you all again. Sure. Um, you know, again, uh, I've said this a few times, the animation industry, it's one that makes decisions um, based entirely off of your demo reel and your portfolio. You know, it's not about your grades and it really doesn't matter where you are in the world either. It's, um, you know, an, op uh, an industry that is full of opportunity right now. Uh, it's been a couple of super tough years, the past couple of years with the pandemic. But here again is one of the super positives that we're all talking right now and, and connected. Um, and I hope that if you're interested in learning more about Atomic, you'll reach out to me as well and yeah. um, uh, connect with me on LinkedIn. Um, and if you're wanting to connect with our recruiters, you can recruit them or you can connect with them directly at recruiting at atomiccartoons.com. Uh, so thank you so much. This was a thank ton you. of fun. Thank yeah. you. And please, if you get into a cartoons, uh, you will have to use that type of classes uh, that Colin is using. So take that into account. I mean, the bigger, the better. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Thank you, Colin. We will thank still you, keep in touch. And thank, thank you, you so everybody, thank you, everybody again. Thanks, everyone. Ciao, ciao. Thank you. Bye. Bye.